0: blue collar fitness what is blue collar blue collar is a mindset and attitude it's work that you can be proud of i'm trevor powers i'm connor burton and i'm josh
1: sargent whether you go to the gym work at the gym own the gym or if you're just a creeper pretending to do curls watching girls on the elliptical this podcast is for you even you
0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Blue Collar Fitness. Today, we have a very special and jacked guest today in the studio. He has over 25 years of international experience in the fitness and bodybuilding industry and as a bodybuilding competitor. He is the owner of Willpower Gym in Hillsboro, Oregon. Welcome, Moose el He was the 2007 World Champion in Bodybuilding, the 2012 Emerald Cup winner. He's a contest prep coach and a personal trainer, a family man. We are honored to be talking to Mr. Moose. And here we are talking about bodybuilding training and everything to do with classic bodybuilding. Welcome, Moose.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you for being here. Appreciate it. My pleasure. In the studio. My pleasure. There's almost not enough room for you. You're so yoked. <laughs> and I, I see you're, uh, you're you're getting ready for a, a competition coming up.
2: This Thursday will be five weeks out for Mister Olympia, amateur.
0: The amateur Olympia. Yes. Okay. Yes. And it's
2: my second time I competed last year. There, I was pretty happy. First time I tried the classic physique, because I was already classic physique before the classic physique. But yeah, it went really well for me, for an old guy, 45 years old. Mm -hmm. I competed at the Open with uh, 20 kids and I took fifth. I was really impressed and happy because I stopped competing last five years. My last show was the IFV World Champion in Morocco. Mm -hmm. When I came here to the U.S., I did the the Emirates Cup in 2012, I won the overall. Mm -hmm. Thinking, okay, I can go for national. But it was no way because I didn't have the citizenship. It's only I had only visa, and the world championship IFB. It's every year change the countries, mm-hmm. and I was world champion. I compete many times in Mister Universe, but everything I did, I did it for France. But me, I was born in Morocco, and my dream it was one year, one time to represent Morocco in any kind of uh, competition. And 2013, the world champion was in Marrakesh, and Jackie. Yes, that's my, my dream come true. And I did it, I at take top, at top 10. I was nice. pretty happy because I was not really on point. I was maybe like 70% of myself. I started having some uh, health issues. And uh, after that, yeah, for the five years, it was just a nightmare for me because I can't really train as before. I have a disease called uh, panodromicromatism. It's like the pain is switched in my joint. It can be in my shoulder for one year. It switched to my elbow, Switch to my wrist, go up and down, and just make the workout just a nightmare. And on top of that, last two years, I figured out I have arthritis on my knees and meniscus tear. That's mean I'm a bone-on-bone. I can't squat. I can't lunge. I can do hack squat. I can't, I can't do what build my legs. Right. And, uh, Before an athlete, okay, I'm a coach today, but before being a coach, I'm an athlete. And if I was dreaming about United States, because it's the country of bodybuilding, knowledge, diet, now I'm here, and I'm having my own gym, and you told me I can't compete anymore, I was depressed.
1: Well, you're saying hell not, because you're about to do the amateur Olympia. You know,
2: yeah, because after the five years, working with so many doctors and doing everything I can, and everyone told me, okay, now it's done, it's done. Me, I'm a guy who I need to, to get challenged. And I challenged myself. I told myself, you know what? I'm going to show the pain. You're not going to stop me. I, I don't want no one to stop me, uh, especially as an athlete. I want to decide when it's done. My brain still want to take it to 200%. My body, no.
1: You're a warrior. You're gonna oh yeah, I
2: want, I want to make it. And I, and I did it and, then, and, I was, and I was back. It was really painful. But I was happy at the end. You can't take everything for me. Just don't take training and competing.
1: So it's, so it's bone on bone in your knees. I am
2: bone on bone. Yeah. And you, you think It has nothing to do with my years. I, I've been pretty smart my whole career, training really smart, doing everything perfectly. But it's a gift for my family. It's hereditary.
1: God, I can, I can understand that. Yeah. I just went through some stem cell therapy on my, my left hip. Uh-huh. Um, so that's been...
2: Yeah, know, I spent $5,000 last year and nothing. Uh, I did. And I, and I told you I did everything I can. I did everything I can. I was ready for wow. surgery, and.
1: You didn't. It didn't do the stem cells. Didn't no, do anything no, for you. especially
2: know when you have like meniscus tear. Um, it's not going to do too much for you. It was right. just painful for me to do that every time I was you got the going the injections. To and oh the yeah, super painful. Yeah, you yeah. probably so, saw me limping around the gym. Oh my god, the first time I didn't <laughs> sleep the first night. Yeah, the first night I, I saw you. I, I saw didn't, you, sleep, yeah. it I didn't crutches, sleep. the whole man. night. I was standing in the kitchen.
0: That's the time where, where you can only you know skip like this, being able to you know. Go through that, then you're whipping around and not working out. That's a hard time to go through. Then you can't. Then you, when you're you recovered from that, having to, you know, have that pain in the gym and not be able to do to do legs, um, must be tough.
2: And what's better than legs? Nothing is better than legs. And that's having why people people know me as hardcore legs because mm-hmm. I train really. My legs at the beginning of my career was really locked because I have hernia. Mm-hmm. So every time I have something, and what, I fight.
1: Uh, what kind of hernia?
2: In my lower back. Oh, yeah, when I was uh, 16 years old, I went to the doctor, he figured out, he told me that, no more lifting, no more bodybuilding. Oh, I was man. back to the gym crying to the owner. I told him how the doctor can tell me to stop? I didn't start yet. She said, Okay. Especially in France, you know, okay, we're not really big in bodybuilding and stuff like that. And okay, I stopped for eight years, no squat, no deadlift, no right. bandover row, nothing. And I start working like a Three, maniac, my see. lower back and my abs to create a perfect balance. Uh, After that, I was back doing 550, 20 reps, as to the grass. Wow. Look, yeah. there's, a, there's
0: something you said there about um, being 16 and you know, being told by the doctor that you, you couldn't work out the way you wanted to. Yet that that hernia back in France. Why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got started with your passion in classic bodybuilding and just working out in general back in the day?
2: Okay, for, first thing, okay, um, I'm 46 years old today. I'm a father. I'm a gym owner. I'm a world champion, Naba, and I'm just a man with a lot of dreams. This is my third country. I was born in Morocco and I spent 26 years in France and I've been here for eight years. Life didn't give me too much at the beginning. I lost my mom when I was nine years old. I left with my grandma for two years. She died. My father at that time he was already in France and for two years it was a nightmare. For two years I know what doesn't mean to be homeless, to be outside, no one to take care of you. I was lucky to have some neighbors to feed me and, and cover myself. That was re- that was really hard. and. At the end, after those two years, my father he decided he came to to Morocco. He picked me up, and from there, I started watching all the martial movies: Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan, Jean-Claude Van Damme. I was just crazy about that. Wow! I want to be the. Oh, I want to be the next. That was my thing, but to convince my father to pay the club for me, it was no way. I don't have money. And one day, one of his friends, he was at home, talking, yeah, he kept telling me he wanted to do karate, judo, and this and that. And he told me, yeah, I have one guy, he's a friend of mine, he own a gym, and I think we can work something and he can give him a deal. Clean the floors or something. Yeah. Right? Boom, yeah, and I get my, uh, my, my father, he gave him the money and I took my membership. Yeah, I started 15 years old at 115 pounds. And I was just like the little mascota- mascot of the gym. <laughs> yeah, I was there five hours a day, Monday to Sunday, and watching all those pictures Arnold, Serge Nubray, Thierry Pastel, all the biggest at it, and many, many Mr. Universe Naba. And you know, at that time, Universe Naba, it was something. Right. Mm-hmm. It's the first federation before the IFBB. It was respected. Um, Absolutely. Everyone yeah. started there Arnold, Rich Park, Steve Reeves, uh, Frank Zen, Franco Colombo. All the biggest names start from there. And of course, knowing Serge Nubre, and what he did in his career, and how big he was in France, he was a big star. He made like 36 movies, and wow. seeing him at the gym, and Eduardo Kawak, five times the Universe, uh, Mohamed Benaziza, mm-hmm. was wow. And I start watching Pumping Iron. Okay, this not to interrupt. Is
1: probably why Pumping Iron <laughs> Three hundred times. I'm
2: not even joking. Okay, if it's three hundred, yeah, i another on, thousand for he just myself. Leaves it, on, like a, <laughs> leaves it on replay in his house.
0: Rolling off of that. How many times have you watched Pumping Iron?
2: Honestly, easy a thousand times. <laughs> easy. I, I didn't have too respect. much. Oh my god! Really yeah, I, yeah. Right. I know the whole the whole movie, and especially talking <laughs> with Serge and about what what happened in 1975 and this and that. It was, and the dream starts from there. Mm-hmm. The dream started, at the beginning it was still Bruce Lee martial arts, and bodybuilding started getting big and big. And one year I remember I was back from vacation and he said, okay, I need to take my decision. Martial arts or bodybuilding? And bodybuilding took it. And from there I started dreaming, okay, I want to be a champion one day.
1: How was, yeah. how was prepping for your first show?
2: My first show was six months after start training. The oh, good wow. thing, the, so owner the owner of the gym is like my father. My relation with my own father was not really great. But with him, he was like my spiritual father. We built a really, really close relation. And the good thing, he was like doing a competition inside the club with the kids.
1: Oh, so they had wow. karate and martial arts. No, 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 it was only bodybuilding. Oh, gotcha,
2: Yeah, gotcha. but he was like doing bodybuilding competition inside the club oh, wow. with just the members. How did he make a stage though? You know what just yeah move the move the benches and create that's old school yeah absolutely <laughs> go buy bench of uh trophies mm-hmm. and a couple guys from the gym to judge cover the mirrors and go sounds like a that idea. was amazing oh yeah i, I remember we spent hours and hours every night after the gym was close to pose i didn't have any muscle anybody but i learned how to pose so you nice. spent
1: the uh the majority of your career in france yes i there's you know, there's one thing that I think of when I think of France and I think of bodybuilding, and, and it's parable. And what, what, did you, Did you ever get around that, or is is that something that was you know highly accessible I, 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 as a
2: bodybuilder? Yeah, you know, we almost try everything.
1: It it's like. You know, people talk about it like it's like the best thing ever and it's not around anymore. And,
2: and it, I, I, you want me to answer it's you? Like, <laughs> it's
1: called like nectar of the gods or whatever, you know. It, it, was, right. it, was it really awesome or was it really that good or is it just... I heard
2: comeback? Mr. Olympia 1983, Samir Banouz, going to France and taking Ooh. like a big bottle of one liter and wow. just bite them and break them and put it inside like that he can fly with. So he get as much yeah. as he could. I try it. The first yes. time it was 76 milligram parabolone a week with 250. We called that androtradil, but it's like testosterone intake. Only, I only ne- 76 milligrams. That's, week, it. that's it. I never felt the same the rest of my life, the rest of my career. Never. Strength-wise, recovering, everything was just amazing. Wow. Yeah. All the parabolin you can find today. Yeah, so not it, the same. It what really was, it like was something, trust me, it was something it is like yeah. from the original source where
0: Oh yeah, and back that's back why then it was more um more of a stronger, you know, concoction made back it originated in France. And that was like the kind of that's well, a the they, kind they of like so many,
1: yeah. no, knockoffs and it's like uh, you know it's made for cows. <laughs> not
2: for, you know. Yeah, no. No, <laughs> I I right. remember it's Matt that, Porter he was telling me about that. No, no, trust me, it was something and it was a reason it was made only for seventy six seventy six milligrams. Yeah, wow, the max awful. people were taking, if they were like crazy, crazy, maybe two to three a week. That's it. Wow, okay. That's it. When you hear people today taking a gram of Trombolone, that's it's no 200 way.
1: 200 a day. It's yeah, no. That,
2: ridiculous. Just that, just tell you the product, it's fake. Right. It can't be real.
1: It's definitely not terrible.
2: It can't right. be real. I remember the only thing in France, you need just to find a doctor, prescription, and go and have whatever you want. But I came, it was almost at the end, I think after two years Everything starts. right? Yeah, right. but it, it was it was it was something. That was well, the good old days. But again, you know what? The good old I, days were. Yeah. How long st- take for me? Strong. How long take for me before I did my first injection? Ten years. Who, Ten years who can, that can do that today? Now. Who? No one can do that. today. Because at that time, no one was talking about that. It was right. just training, diet. Who are not really strong? Just right. eat a lot, right. and the product my first injection because mm-hmm. I heard Sly Sylvester Stallone he was using B twelve. <laughs> I start with B twelve.
1: Oh, B12 injector. yes
2: and I went to see a doctor that doctor who was really big about working with uh, with right. uh, bodybuilders and he was working with serge and when I went there just like the waiting room it was all bodybuilders <laughs> looks like all sick yeah and I went to him start <laughs> talking with him yeah start talking with him and he starts oh I think your legs are weak he starts making for me like training program and at the end he prescribed for me parable and the test. <laughs> That's, I was so pissed off, because in my mind, I was thinking, okay, let's run some blood tests, let's do this and that. Uh, it was nothing, and he, sc- he scared me. Uh, yeah, when I was done JK 5 kids, I'm not going to do that. So right. How old were you, yeah. you were in your
0: early 20s when you took your first injection?
2: When I started, I started 25 years, It's 25. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's,
0: admirable. Well, a lot of people in today's society, you know, like you like said, they talk about the training, the diet, uh, was it because, you know, it was more not talked about, it was more like on the shush-shush back then, or was it just there was more of an appreciation and concentration on the diet and training? Because nowadays, people just want to go to the drugs.
2: The the, the first thing, you can't really compare before and now. Before was just a small group of people. We were weirdos. At the gym, who are those crazy people just lifting weights and watching themselves? No one wants to be a bodybuilder except the crazy people as us just be at the gym and left. Right. And when you start, like when you want to compete, you want to win the titles, you're dreaming about Mr. France to be Mr. Europe, to be Mr. World, to be Mr. Universe, not to be a star in Instagram or Facebook or this or that. Right. That's why, like for me honestly, to be honest, bodybuilding is not for everyone. We need to keep that only between a small group of people who respect that you do it because you love it, because yeah. it's a lifestyle. Hey, I'm 46, I started at 15 years old, and I still have the same love and the same passion for that sport. I spend more money than maybe buying two houses. I mm. don't care, I did it for my passion because I love it, and it saved my life.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: If it was not bodybuilding, I would not have that big dreams, I would not be here today You'd talking you. would be homeless in France. Because the sport to save me from
1: I couldn't see me being homeless yeah. in France, man. <laughs> yeah,
2: but <laughs> yeah, hey man,
0: I, I did a lot of crazy things. Body Just, bodybuilding is your home. I mean, I think I would do a lot of crazy things, crazy things for bodybuilding, because you know it's it's a way of life and a, a way to, to really live your life to continue to be a warrior. And that's what
2: you yeah. are. Yeah, that's what life didn't give me too much, but it gave me a really strong mind. Wherever I had in front of me, I always jump higher. That's why I told you I'm I'm someone I need to be challenged. Yeah, without the challenge, I get bored.
1: You uh, yeah. mentioned Matt Porter, rest in peace. Before um, did you train with him? You know him well. And
2: <laughs> lot of people don't know my story with Matt. Matt, he was my first American friend. Oh wow! Yes, okay. when I came here, I came here in 2000. I came here in December 2011. I just compete at Mr. Universe. The first thing, I came here because my wife, she work at Nike. Okay. And we were transferred from France to here by Nike. Gotcha. That's, that's, nice. that's the reason why I'm here. Again, so you know, it was always my dream one day to make my living in the United States. But hey, how? But imagine now, sometimes you need to be lucky. Right. Imagine my wife, she was transferred to China, to India, to Japan. No, she was transferred to United States, the country I was dreaming about. Of course, she was not. I was dreaming more about California than Oregon. I never heard about Oregon in my life. <laughs> that would have been the Arnold trip oh, going yeah. to California, living in the
0: American dream. Yes,
2: yes. Because, y- y- you know, like born in Morocco and growing in France, it's almost like when you heard about United States, it's almost like it's going to the moon. It's impossible because now now everyone can fly now everyone hey, go internet buy your ticket and fly but at that time everything was expensive and i was never never thought one day i will make it to united right. states some people told me moose go with the level you have and this and that go how you want me to united states i don't speak english i don't have a job you want me just to be homeless there i don't think so and that's why when the occasion came by my wife i was i was i was really <laughs> Mind-blowing. I was, and, I, 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 lost my mind. <laughs> no, it's funny, because we were talking about that with my wife before, and she told me, yeah, if some days it happened, what do you do? Yeah, I'm ready. I can go right away. I was doing Mr. Universe. My wife, she came here for work for two months. I didn't want to change any of my habits. I was just focused for the show. And nice? yes, yeah, oh, yeah, oh yeah. I was just 100% every day. And she called me. She said, you know what? I think we're going to move. And... No words, nothing. She, are wow. you there? Yes, I'm here. Because when she told me that and I figured out it's real, I started thinking, okay, my wife, she's going there. She has her job. I don't have a job. I don't speak mm. the language. I have my friends here. I have my family. I, I, was, I was really hard and I was lucky. It's all my friends. Todd Moose, you know what? You were dreaming all your life. Don't watch behind you. Just go. It
1: was
2: fate. Yes. And uh, yeah, when I, when I came here, when she came here before me, I told her, okay, I'm the guy I like to learn. I like always to meet new people. Right. And she find Noel Fuller. Oh,
1: she no. told me yeah, well, she well, told
2: Fuller. me Noel Fuller, I think he's a coach and yeah. he trained Akim Albrecht. Me, I'm pretty good with the guys. Akim Albrecht he competes in nineteen the eighties at Mr. Olympia. She okay. If he trained Akim, that's mean he's good. When I arrived here, she <laughs> bring me to the gym. I was really surprised when I saw the gym.
1: It's very small. Because, you know, I,
2: I started coming here in 2007, 2008, right. 2009, 2010. My first show in the U.S., It wasn't. I won Mr. World in 2007. Mm-hmm. And after Universe and all what I did, it's okay. I heard American people has two heads and four legs. I need to go there and compete. <laughs> and we start looking for shows, and she finds for me the Excalibur. Uh, in California, at Culver okay. City, the biggest show. She said, okay, I'm ready. I want to test, test myself. And I went there and I won. That's I won cool. the super heavyweight. Honestly, I was good enough to win the overall. They gave it to Brad Rowe. Uh, you know, Brad Rowe, he's yeah, the one who's he's training now, uh, um, Dixer Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. But nice. I was pissed off at that time. But I understand. Me, I'm just a French guy. I came to the US, I compete, I won, I'm back home. When you won the overall, it's qualified for national. Ah. Why to give it to a French guy? I can't compete at the end at the national. They give it to Brad Rowe, it makes sense. It's it's okay. Now, yeah, uh, but 2007-08 and all those years, every time I was between Las Vegas and California, I was going to the gold gym Venice, I was training with Meros Sarchev at Colosseum Gym. Yes. I was going to all the 506 five or six gold gym in Las Vegas. It was it's another level. Fantastic. Now you bring me to a small gym, Portland, all dirty. Oregon. It was like uh, yeah, <laughs> it was re- Oh my God. It's like I, able uh, to this is this is my dream. I'm not going to train here. You're able to
0: meet uh, at that point. Matt Porter, you ran at the him. I'm coming
2: to, to, to Matt. That's why when I starts uh, there, I told I asked Noel, I said, okay, what's the... Me, it was my wife who was speaking for me. It was, what's the biggest show you have here? He told me we are five months from the Emirate Cup. I told him, okay. Because, you know, okay, being Mr. France, Mr. World, the universe, United States, it's so big. People, don't know what's going on. They want to know what you did here. Right. And that's why I want to prove myself. She said, okay, and it was the best... Easy prep in my life. Why? I was not working. I was not doing nothing. Just training, eating. I remember driving my in car all with alleys, my G- or you no, like Noel Fuller. Yeah, and 24. Oh, right. Yeah, I was going there every day. He can't speak with me. I can't speak with Is him. Training just training clients at 24. Huh? I, with- I'm coming to that. Okay, okay, yeah, I'll yeah, slow, yeah. slow down. <laughs> <So I'm excited. laughs> um, I start training with uh, with Noel there, and I start training at 24. And Noel he starts. Promoting myself and talking a lot about me at Miscular Development. And a lot of people start hearing, oh, French guy, he's coming. Now, Matt Porter and his wife, Rachel, they're really good friends with Kim, the MC of the show. Oh, yeah. Yes. And Kim, he starts in his space, you know what? Because he saw a picture of me. I think I know who's going to win the the Emerald Cup. He's French, start learning French. And he's the one who gave me the nickname of Moose Megatron. Because i was uh, the only uh, guy from trying. europe with 500 americans make me like the bad robot coming here kick everyone his ass yeah. and then she <laughs> said okay that's, <laughs> it's, it's fun i will take it one night i was at 24 tennis born, training with my wife and matt and Rich, richard just came richard she recognized me she told matt i think that's moose let's go talk to him matt he was really shy she, uh, you, uh, the people who know Rachel, okay, Rachel, nothing can stop her. <laughs> She's, She's joking, no, just go ahead. Right. They came, introduced themselves. I was just like a shy guy. I can't speak English, watching Matt, watching her. And they invite us to drink something during the weekend. And that time I told my wife, ask Matt, I'm looking for partner. And boom, everything started there. We spent two years training together, eating together. He was always in my house. I was always with him. He was... It was like a brother because, you know, you don't need Post to... Post leg day sushi. You don't, <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to speak the language when you have the same love and passion for the sport. Right. Yeah. He wasn't speaking you French.
0: Speak, you speak the same language in in, um, in bodybuilding, you know. It's, it's the passion, like that communication. Absolute, yes, time.
2: that kind of training. And I took him no. under my wing for the training. Yeah. Yeah. I was pushing him. We're doing everything. Everybody grunts the same way. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, we had a really good relation. I was his best man in his wedding. Yeah, and that's why when it happens, really break my heart because <laughs> it's, it's terrible. Oh yeah, yeah. I still miss him till today. It yeah. seems like we lost a lot of big
1: bodybuilders the last two years. You know, we lost. Yes. Uh, you know, we lost Rich. Rich Piana. Yeah. Dallas.
2: Um, we Dallas McCarver.
0: Yeah. Dallas uh, McCarver. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: we lost not long time ago. Uh, 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 Luke Sandow. Luke, Sando. Luke Sando. Yes, as, as you
0: were mentioning before. Uh, one, of the, one of the classic bodybuilders from Europe, um, Franco Colombo, I mean, a couple of years ago, I think, passed away.
2: Not a long time ago. Yeah. Oh, Franco Colombo, he passed away like uh, less than one year. But yeah, he was more, he was, he was more, old though. Yeah. He was
1: pretty old. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He's,
1: these guys were, these guys were too young to go and it's too sad good. what happened to Luke, you know. Yes. I think the pandemic, you know, yes. they just depression yeah. or whatever. Yeah.
2: And... Our sport, it's not an easy one. Yeah. And Need people need to open a little bit more their mind. Hey, be careful. Yeah, yeah. Think for after. Yeah, okay. when you're young, you think okay, nothing can touch you. Right. But hey, no matter what we're doing, no matter how smart we are, right. we still play with our health. The body it's not made to do what we're doing. I believe uh, Dallas. I, I don't know if this is true,
1: but I believe they found um, myostatin inhibitors in his system
2: i don't believe all that stuff you don't you don't believe because you know the problem today with instagram youtube and all that stuff everyone has some in. theory yes, right yes i don't believe right that. Your... yeah the first thing if the guy has already some health issues from the past from mm-hmm. his family and doing what he's doing you're going to pay for that you're going right. just to accelerate everything right on you
0: what kind yeah. of it goes back to what, what you experience with uh getting that, that first uh you know those first vials from the doctor when he didn't run a blood test. Like, you should get a blood test if you're a, a high-level bodybuilder. And I, I heard that he didn't get any blood tests, Dallas McCarver.
2: Like, because a lot of people, again, you don't take it really seriously. I'm not a that level. My whole career, I was doing two to three a year. I you was doing, like, sometimes every six months. And I'm still doing that today. Okay. That's why when I work with my athletes, I'm always asking for that. You can't take care about the outside and forget the most important It's your engine, is the inside. And as mm. as a okay. coach i don't want to get stuck by any kind of issue i want to make sure your thyroid is working your kidney is working your leverage it's working everything is perfect when i know everything is working perfect from the inside now i can work with you you can only push performance and the health yeah how you can spend all that money we know our, right. i like to say our sports it's rich sports but it's for poor people you know what i mean mm because it costs a lot of money right. from supplements, from this and that. How you can spend all that money from your supplements, from your food, from your gears, and not having insurance? Yeah, you, you need to have health insurance. Yes, and, and you can't say, oh me, it's okay, it's okay for me, no, it's not okay, you're going. You gotta go get your uh, work yeah, done, absolutely. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. It's, so, one,
0: it's one of those things that I've, I've seen you do a, a lot with the clients is go above and beyond and be able to, you know, when you're doing the blood work, I see in the gym like you're there with your client. Like, what makes you stand out as a prep coach and a personal trainer, and as an overall, you know, bodybuilding enthusiast? Like, you you are there with the clients. Like, I feel like you really um, go above and beyond. Like, that's something unique about you, Moose.
2: First thing, because I love what I do. Something I was really disappointed about when I came here to the U.S. I was thinking, being a trainer, it's something good. You make good money, but it's the most important, you have the right knowledge. I figure out like today you work at the post office, tomorrow you want to be a trainer, it's going to take for you three, four weeks and you get your certificate, go train the people. I don't call that a trainer. When I was at 24, there, half of my client, they were the trainers from the gym. I start having some uh, issue with my body and I start going to physical therapy. And there I understand, LA Fitness, 24, physical therapy is the same, it's a rehab. Rehab is not training people. Yeah, no, no one knows how to use the machine. They're doing functional training. Me, when I train people, I put my soul there. The first thing, I did everything on myself. You know, I mean, I tried everything, all kind of training, all kind of method, all kind of of diet. It took for me ten years to start feeling comfortable. It took for me a whole year to have my certificate and five thousand. The euros to pay mm-hmm. but my knowledge it didn't came from that euro that money it came from 25 years of traveling around the world yeah. and learning and learning i remember when i, st- when, I um, when i went to 24 to find a job it was my wife because she told me okay now it's time to find a job because after 5 months i didn't have the authorization of work i went to columbus ohio for my first arnold when Ooh. I come, yes. When I was back, I find the authorization for work in my uh, mailbox. She told me, "Okay, now it's time to find the, the the job." I went with her. We're talking with the trainer manager, Brandon. She was talking with him. I can't speak. And Brandon, he told her, "But how he's going to train the people? He can't speak." She told, "No worry. He's going to figure out." And I think I was lucky. I was 38 years old. It went quick in my brain. This is your chance. You've been dreaming all your life here. Just whatever word came to your mind, see it. And I felt right away American people like people who try, just try, whatever. And I told my client, that please, correct give correct me. I didn't want to school. I didn't learn English at school. I had, I had this capacity of learning a lot of words. Of course, my wife, she sent me English teacher two hours a day, five days a week, paying by Nike. The first 10, 15 minutes, I was so focused after that, I want just to kill myself. And the teacher, crazy. she was a little <laughs> bit crazy. <laughs> she was crazy, this teacher, because she <laughs> wants me to learn 700 verbs. Who knows 700 verbs? That yet. was just <laughs> stupid. Oh, yeah. Oh, she make me sick. <laughs> <laughs> she trust me she, me, she make me sick. And the, the first, after the interview with Brandon, my first client, it was my trainer manager. Nice. I signed him up. The second client. At 24? At 24, because he saw me getting ready for the emerald. So he's like, dude, this guy is shredded. I want someone like that. Yeah, 24, they want someone to attract the eyes. This girl, she was the same level as Brandon, but at LA Fitness. She heard about me and she came every day to 24 to get trained by me. There you go. Now, my style was different. I train people, they go to the bathroom to throw up, back and forth. When you work at 24, the first thing you need to pick up the phone call people, hey, my name is Moose, I'm your trainer, blah, 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 come to train with me. First thing, I don't feel comfortable to do that. And I'm not a commercial guy. English wasn't your first language. No, not not only the language, but hey, I have this giant red shirt with a trainer on my back. If people are really interested, come to me. But with the time, I understand this is your culture, guys. It's not our in Europe. It's mm. like in, in Europe, especially I saw some people, they don't have money, they don't work, but they, they come to pay me 1500 bucks to get trained, it doesn't make sense for me. You, since you were born, you have a trainers. You grew up with that, that culture, we don't have that in Europe, you know what I mean? and people like the people who love my style they come to me that's why I start training the trainers right. I start training people at the front desk and I start training people at the kid club all my clients were from 24 and that's built Heck a yeah. really good reputation for me but honestly after 5 years at 24 if you ask me today how much I was making I don't know and I never want to know because I knew it was just a step in my life You're just a stepping stone I was training 4 clients a day that's it, four days a week. I was working Monday to Thursday and having the whole weekend for me. I did that because at the same time, my money it was coming from Europe. I was having a lot of clients online. Uh, but I didn't uh, want at the same time to yeah. give my knowledge here to people really, first thing, I don't get paid. For me, 24, it was okay. They helped me to learn to speak and to show people who I was, right. yeah. And when, uh, it's my gym, willpower. When I train people, all that money goes to my pocket. Right. I don't need to give to anyone. And I still yep. train four people a day. Because when I train you, at the end, when you're tired, I'm tired too. That's why I train two people, I took one hour break and I do two hours. I don't know how to train 10 people, 15 people a day. I don't know how to do that. And put yourself. If I train you, Josh, I will give you 100%. If right. Connor is, ne- is next, I want to be able to give him 100% of myself. Sitting on my ass and counting the reps, that's why I just told uh, Alice I trained her legs Monday and she enjoyed you're it. I told her that's the difference between a trainer and a rep's counter. It's not the same. Mm. You know what I
0: mean? You're, you're so involved that you gave your mental focus, your energy. and like Absolute, I, abs- you're, you're giving them the, the energy and the direction to, yes. to drive them and pull that potential yes. out of them, which I've seen you do. And I feel like that is what your vision is with… You're training—that really, that's what sets willpower apart. Like, is that
2: what? Yes, started and people it? sometimes think, "Yeah, I try just to destroy people." No, the first goal—if you choose me, that means you want to get push. If I, if, if I'm going to train you, you're not going to feel the same. It's no way you can train yourself and feel the same way you're training with me.
1: You're gonna push
2: past. Uh, the absolutely, limits. and I don't destroy everyone. Some people do not like to get pushed hard. I'm not crazy to push them. Some people get afraid. Some people they don't have the capacity to push themselves. That's why it's, you, you can't go at school to learn that. It's right. the experience. It's the timing. It's having the eye. I watch. And from there, my workouts. It's not in advance. My first exercise, I know what I'm going to do. With the time, I'm always watching you. That's why I never take a note. I don't need a note. If we're doing powerlifting, it makes sense because I need to know, okay, this time we did flat bench, squat, you need to have the weight. But when you try to build the body, hey, now I'm just watching you the whole time. And I know for me, honestly today, I don't like people when they call me coach. I'm not a coach. Coach for me, like today, everyone is a coach. I, f- I feel myself. I'm more like an architect. Architect.
1: You're sculpting.
2: Absolutely. Body. You're an artist. Yes, you know, that's that's my, the, our sport. It's more than a sport. It's an art. It's an art. You know, before I train someone, first thing, A.K.A. We go to the posing room. I need to check your body. I need to see. Okay, we're training the back. Where your back It's locked. What's the shape of your chest? What's the shape of your arms? And pick up the right exercise to hit those parts. Because my goal at the end is to create the perfect symmetry and the perfect proportion you know if you don't have I, I know a lot of people at the gym copy me But copy you're yeah, not me you copy but you don't understand why i would prefer more come to me ask me moose why are you doing that and everyone is different i don't train people in the same way everyone the body is unique everyone has his unique body that's why again you need to have that knowledge and that eye to do that the same for diet some people think oh i'm going to youtube and i can pick up here and there and and give my client a cheat meal no if you don't have the eyes again you don't know when to put that cheat meal you don't know when right. to put more carbs you need to to know how to judge the body and it's no school for bodybuilding the only school it's yourself trying it's and be patient school of hard knocks Absolutely. you kind of go in there and yes, learn yourself it be patient it's not an easy sport. And if you love it, it's, it's funny. It's like my whole life, my, my whole career, I was really curious. It's almost I understand one day is going to be my job. Right. And I don't feel like today's my job. It's not, that's why today I feel more than rich because I'm making my living for my passion. That's the
1: real. You don't have
2: to. That sounds fulfilling.
1: Grind going to work every day. You're working four hours
2: with four people that really care about what, you, yes. what you're doing. And I don't want to push more to not get annoyed. Oh, I'm go Okay, I'm going to try again this one. And so you're not counting reps, that.
1: Huh? <laughs> So that you're not counting reps. No. You only train. No. Pe- it sounds like you only train people that you liked like working with you're not going to train someone I'm lucky a, to do that an now. energy drain
2: absolutely the, and the same like when I work with the people online for the diet man you know what one thing I'm really waiting to the gym really to kick really well right. and I'm going to take less people because some people drain me when you come to me and he told Moose, this is my goal. I want to do this, this, and this. Hey, your goal, it start being mine too. Don't lie to me. Don't think I'm stupid. If I write diet for you, I know exactly what kind of result you're going to get. Right. If it's not, hey, I told people, I give you diet, it's 100%. You follow it at 99%, it's not my diet anymore because 1% can make the difference. Right. And again, because before coach, I'm an athlete. I know what doesn't mean. You know, just like, just like training someone, if you never put six hundred pounds on your shoulder and squat with, how you can teach someone?
1: Right.
2: You don't know the feeling. You don't know when you see your life it's front of your eyes. Right. Yeah. That's 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 the difference. And I'm really glad. Yeah, I start at the school of bodybuilding. I start with really good people who teach me the right way to train. And yeah, that's why t- today I'm just.
0: You have that repertoire of uh, the the exercise catalog from doing it yourself for de- like decades and being able to ca- call upon that. You want to teach a client an exercise that you haven't done yourself. Like, that would be just like, like you're just you know, see, making just, it up.
2: Uh, today how it's really stupid, just people to make themselves kind of smart, they come with some crazy, stupid exercise. Doesn't have any sense. But it gets Our views training, it's the base. Yes, it's basic. Keep it basic. Why you want mm-hmm. to complete? Our sport is not complicated. It's easy if you understand. But it's no need to be fancy. Right. Oh, do this, do that. Put your hand behind your back and under your legs, and no. And the same like I told people, especially for beginners, if you keep switching your workouts all the time you will never figure out what kind of exercise work what doesn't work and how you can everyone again talk about the mind connection it took for you years to understand that years do the same movement at least like the first two three years Mm -hmm. and after that ah you know what i think every time i'm doing flat bench it's not working it's only my shoulder they're growing that means that good for me my chest maybe will progress more with the fries with more with machines, but right. try. But every workout, you're doing something new because you saw this, this workout in YouTube. Hey, I have some people. After the program year. hoppers, they're yes. doing a different program yeah. every week. You yes. gotta stick to something, it's right? Yeah, because you don't really have the passion. I, I remember when I had some muscle lack. Oh my God, it was a nightmare. Same, I can't go to sleep. I need to figure out why my calves are not growing. You know what? It starts being a big problem. I need to figure out, right. and my legs do are my nightmare because of the hernia. Ah. And trust me, if I am good today about training people, especially for legs, because I learned on myself, and it took for me years to understand because I try everything I can. When you see someone like with big, nice muscle, never go to these people and ask him advice. He, he doesn't know. He just has it. Right? He, absolutely, yes. Ask the one who didn't have nothing and he works he so great so hard. Yes. So yeah. what?
1: What have you done with the the you know the, the your cartilage in your knee, the meniscus in your knees have gone. You have the joint issues, and you're you're getting ready for the Masters Olympia here. Yes. What have you done to overcome those and build your legs back up?
2: First thing, my legs will never as before. Because again, my legs were locked at, at the beginning of my career and I right. trained them really, really hard to bring them. Now right. I can't do that anymore. Of course, I don't have that sweep anymore. The joint anymore. Yes, because now I train legs. But because I can't, I was always asked to the grass, whatever I'm doing, hack squat, front squat, back squat. Now I can do that. I stop at 90 degrees. It drives me crazy because every time people, oh, is it a good workout? No. Honestly, without being cocky, you have no idea how I was training before. You have no idea. There was three hours legs with no talking, no phone, no taking picture, nothing. Like three hours just work and work and work and work. How you want me to be happy now with 70%? The only movement now I can feel is doing something to my quads, leg extension. Yeah. That's my favorite exercise. Why? It's a good knee you o- warm the knee really good isolate the quad you don't use your lower back you don't use your glute no hamstring that's why i start with i destroy them i try to bring bl- as much blood as i can and from there it depends the day i can go to the leg press sometimes i put the bend on the top like that when the, the weight is coming i don't have that heavy weight mm-hmm. sitting on my knees and it start more getting harder at the end uh sometimes hack squat the one the black one we have with white? it depends how i feel right yeah i just try to maintain that's why it's really hard for me why i decide now to stop because i did everything everything in the last two years now i'm okay by myself right but now i'm just trying to go back where i was i'm not improving anymore
1: you're maintaining
2: yes i'm not improving when i compete I told people, it was death or life. You know, just like Thailand, when people box, Thai Thai boxing, boxing. it's for living. Right. Because you have no choice. This is the only way to feed your family and feed yourself. When I was competing, it was the same. I'm going to compete, it's death or life. Right. Yeah. I never cheated myself in my whole career. I always give it 200%. Never, never, never. Most of the time, I won. And my friend told me, you don't look happy. You can't be more than first. Yes. Right. What the next now? Now you're on to the next. one. Next. I was right. already at the next. So going back to you're at 24,
1: you're learning English, you're killing it. You're I know the English trainers.
2: was it was at 38. You started at 38 when right. I came here. 38. US, 38. Yeah.
1: 38. So you're now you're what 40 and you. I'm 46 now. You're 46. Yeah. Okay. Um, how did you go from just you know sh- you just got here? Your wife's working at Nike. You're training at. 24. Now you have willpower gym. What's what's the process there?
2: Okay. First thing, I was going to open my gym in France. I was going to open a gold gym. Uh, that was that was that, that was my thing. First golds. Yeah, I went to California. I meet with the people, and then you know, the franchise, gold gym franchise. I find the guy who put the the money. Everything was good. I find the gym, and at the end, the the partner he has some issue with his wife. He get divorced and uh, pff, stops. But it was always my wife. My wife, she's a, a businesswoman. And something was always pissed me off with her. She was always asking me, what's your plan B? Mm. As, as a bodybuilder, as someone who loves competing, don't ask me plan B. It's no plan B. Right, And, and, and not a long time ago, Doreen Yeti he said the same. It's only plan A. Why? Because if you start thinking about plan B, you're not going to give your best. Right, and so the, I don't, I don't know. I'm competing. I'm working. I was working as security. I did bodyguard for fifteen years. It was it was a really hard job, but it was the only job I can make good money. But I have the whole day for my training and my diet. And gotcha. I was going to the night, working nightclubs, finish in the morning, and go right away to the gym. I did that. It's it, it okay. I took the risk, but hey, it's okay. Um, but she was always yes, and you know, in France. Hey, don't wait for a sponsor. It's, no one is going to sponsor a bodybuilder. doesn't exist. We don't have the magazines. We don't have nothing.
1: Right.
2: And she told me, you know what? Why don't you open your own company? And she came with the idea about I was the first French distributor about the brand Gasp. Gaspari. No, not Gaspari. Gasp. Oh, Gasp. Gasp. Yes, really? you okay. see. Oh, like uh, Hunter Labrada, his sponsor, Branch Warren. Right, That's right. Gasp and Better Buddies. Gadget. I was the first nice. uh, guy who bring that to France, and I had another website. I was sold in like chic, like Under Armour. Uh. That was not easy to find in France, mm-hmm. and a couple of stuff. It was really always a good idea. Just when the company starts making money and grow, after a year, we came here to do to 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 the US. We we stop it. Now when I came here, start working at uh, at 24. I had some money from uh, from my from my job and from uh, from the past and i met john willie john willie he was my trainer he was my uh, client at 24. okay from a trainer he became a close friend of mine his life much mine, and we understand together from good friend he became a godfather of my daughter ah. oh, wow. and one day we're just talking about the dreams and goals and he told me he was always dreaming to open his gym i thought really it's my dream too i was always dreaming to open my gym i was going to do that in france and you know what why we don't do that together oh. and boom jo- w- without john will be no willpower without moose will be no willpower that's why you know i don't present myself as co-owner or him it's my gym it's his gym john is he's more than a brother i'm really blessed to have a man he's he's more than than a man he's my angel yeah i'm really lucky to have someone like him in my life that's yeah. good, man. We have a really com- uh, cr- crazy relation. John, now he's in California. He lives in Sao And this is how I met Honey Rambo because he's really close with Honey. That's right. That's oh, the first, first, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the first yeah, time yeah. I went We're to We're really Jim. close with Honey. And uh, it's just amazing. And after that, yeah, I came with the idea about the willpower and, and the logo. And we did everything together. And now I'm the-, the
0: logo on your, uh, your baseball cap, your hat.
2: Yes, that's and that's awesome. a logo. That's that. one of my picture from the emerald Cup, and behind the mountains of Atlas from Morocco. 2012. Oh, that yeah. was mountains yes. Morocco. Yeah, my nickname in Morocco when I was in France it was the Lion of Atlas. The, the lion. Yeah, that was the my first nickname. I like yeah. that. Yeah, and that's how Willpower uh, born. Yeah,
1: that's awesome, yeah. man. That's but if you guys are in Portland, Oregon, or anywhere in the Northwest, come visit uh, Willpower Gym.
2: It's, uh, you know, with, it's with power, it's, uh, the, the idea was to bring back the old school spirit about the gym. You don't right. find that that's, anymore. That's what I've seen. You don't find it. You know, when I was in France, it was not my gym. I was there every day at 11 a.m. Every time I was there, I have like 30 people as my group, training hard, laughing, having good time. And that's, up, that's up, what up, I want to be. Yes. Yeah, I want, yeah I w- exactly. That was my goal, to break back that camaraderie between people. Open no up. judgment. A goal, it's a goal for me, whatever. Getting ready for show, getting ready for wedding for a bit. Just bring it and make it happen. Right. I don't want to see people last. Again, when I was at 24, I'm sorry. We care about people for five minutes. Time when you swap your credit card and mm, it's done. Right. That's not normal. I'm at the gym all day long. You want to come to my office and spend time with right. me and talk with me, I'll be more than happy to spend hours with you because right. I care about the people. I know my gym is not for everyone. If, it's not, if, not, if my gym is not good for you, please step away. Well, it's not for that's
0: you. There's more room for us. Yeah. yeah and, <laughs> no, I want just
2: people to respect the gym, to respect the equipment and to respect others and make your goal happen because, hey, me, I'm there all day long. I want to take my energy from you, from you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No bullshit, no drama, nothing, just having fun and share what's makes moose today who I am. Which is why you wanted to replicate that, that gym that you grew up with yes. in
0: France and you had that Arnold picture at Willpower. And you told me the story about it. you brought it over. I mean, shit like you could probably go up in tears about that, that gym closing. That was like your your spot and you're an old school fan of classic bodybuilding. Um and you did meet the star of Pumping Iron, Arnold Schwarzenegger. What was that like? and What was he like?
2: But the, the first thing, uh, two guys really helped me to dream and became a growing man. First one was Bruce Lee. Uh-huh. Second one was Arnold. Arnold is the real American dream. He made it when you know his governor. life, yeah, when you know his life, I bet story, you would
1: made it to president if it was the was a law against yeah, it.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's <laughs> yeah. just huge. Whatever. Hey, you like Arnold We don't like him? Hey, respect to what he did. Right. Respect, and that's that's why I told people: have a goal, dream big, believe in yourself, and don't let anyone told you you can't make it. And you just keep swinging. Yes, yes. Tr- trust me. I really am I'm a big believer about the power of the mind. Whatever you put in your mind, and you work super, super hard, you make it happen. Trust me. What I, I'm so proud today: all the dreams I put in my life, I make them happen one by one. My next dream now is to be happy. Did you write them all down? Huh? Did you write one by one? Well, and you one now you're one. just checking them off. Yes. Yeah. If checkpoints I need check in mission. Hey. I, yeah. I want to make my life in United States. I'm here. I want to have amazing wife. I have one. I want to build my own family. I ask God for one. He gave me two. I have two daughters, two twins. Yeah. I want to meet Arnold. I meet Arnold. A dream is a dream, big or small. So I meet what? him, I check his hand, and I take a selfie with him. That's, That's awesome. just amazing that so cool. for me. Yeah, Bruce Lee. I came here right away with my wife. I need to go to Seattle. I need to go to the, the cemetery. Put my respect to, to Bruce Lee. And I went there. Yeah, big fan of Elvis Presley. Yeah. 2012, I went to Memphis. Yeah. Tipolo, Memphis? everywhere. Yeah, yeah, I went man. to Gosteland. Yes, because again, like I told you, when you're in France, you think we we'll never make it. Right. Because it's just so far away. Right and just yeah now We're right here yeah just to be happy and be a great father for my daughters so that's just what's be happy person what's the
1: what's is there a, not another big goal
2: on the horizon is there another mountain to to climb what's next the, to th- like i told you yeah is to you know what one of one of the big goal i think all of us we need to work on that is to be a good human being every day that's right. a challenge because it's not easy to be a good human being. This guy just, is great at uh, talking about that stuff. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it, and, and be a good father. You know, like I, I didn't have a family. Yeah. My whole life I was dreaming to have my family. I lost my mom like I thought I was nine years old. Uh-huh. And my whole world just get destroyed. You have this lady who's taking care of you and he want you, she wants you to be a doctor and this and that. And sh- she died at 29 years old. I discovered love at nine. I was like outside. Who those people? Everyone was scaring me. That was really hard for me. Right. And that's why all, all what I did in my life it was more for her and for her soul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, relationship with my father was not great. And my father he passed away in two thousand. That was really hard for me because he bring back the death of my mom, the death of my grandma. And you always asking yourself, why me? Why again me? You know, when I'm going to see love? and I was just dreaming to have a love from the family. I'd never had that. And people always tell me you will sit there when you have your family, your kids will be the same. Man. I discover it will be never the same. The hole I have in my heart from the missing of my parents will be always a big hole. Now with my daughter it's not it's not a love, it's another thing. But I want just to give my daughter what I didn't have when I when I was when I had their age. Yeah, he's just hard, you know, at nine years old. It's you want
0: to give them what what you didn't have and be be that, love. be that, that you know, give them love and be a better human being, like you said. Yes, yes. That's a good deal. And just keep keep going forward, yeah.
2: And keep helping others people. Keep that, helping others. That's, that's something every day, it's in my pray. Oh God, give me to share with others people. That's what makes me happy. It's okay. to see others people happy. And I'm the reason for that happiness. So you found your life purpose, man. Help, helping people yes. And, and Yes, that has family, no price. That has no price. Them. I don't want any more, uh, the, like the money or this or that. No, because at the end when you die, you die empty. You're not taking nothing with you in your pocket. So How the many only people did you the, only the, thing, the only thing, whatever you are believer or not, the only thing you're taking, what you did good in this earth. That's the only thing. You're that's the thing is going to yeah. save you. Right. And just whatever, yeah, whatever people, if they are not nice to you, this or that, just keep, keep being nice to them. The gym is the same. I'm helping a lot of people. Some people sometimes they don't have money and they say, okay, no problem. Good to work out. Some people want to train with me. They don't have the money. I ask for, okay, just give me half. It's okay. It's just money. It's just, but someone, someone hears something, someone talking good about you. you see That's why I never give a reason to anyone to talk bad about me. Right. Yeah. Cuz right. people who talk nice in front of me, I want them to talk nice behind me too, right? Cuz the image it, it counts a lot for me. It's really truly really important to me. Reputation, but of course you can't you can't make everyone happy, mm-hmm. but it's okay at least when I watch myself in the mirror, I know I can tell myself I try to be a good man.
0: Uh, give give your best and
2: yes, you gonna give your best for this yeah. upcoming show and Yes, because, yeah, there this, again, this one, I want just, okay, it's the end of my career. Is I, this did the last I, can. I have, have an amazing, amazing career. I was Mr. France overall 2007. I compete many times at Serge Neubry Federation, the WABA. Because when, when Serge Neubry competed in 1975, he has issue with Ben and Joe Vader, and he left IFV and he created his federation. Being in his circle, I start there, and I won the, the Mr. World NABA overall in Sparta in Greece. It's so important for me because again, it's the NABA. Everything starts from there. Because when I was competing, I want titles. Right. I want titles. I want to be recognized as a big, big champion. Mm-hmm. I compete two times at Mr. Universe in UK, the same stage as Arnold, my idol. Yep,
0: yep.
2: Yeah, I compete IFBB World Champion. I compete at the NPC and finishing my career with the, with the Olympia. Hey, that's, that's amazing that's for me. I understand a long time ago, because again, because my curiosity, I was not going to be a pro. My genetic, it was shitty. It was not good. But I push it. You know, being from 115 pounds and I went to 285 pounds off season. And my biggest on stage was 235. That's, that's awesome. why I was not lucky because when I was competing. Foot? No, 5'11. 5'11. Yeah. When I was competing, it was more. Kind of the mass monster. What saved me? What make me shine many times at the stage? It's the shape. It's the proportion. It's it's everything. It's perfect. Something really make me so happy. L- hearing from my wife, she told me every time you jump on stage, people watching. Oh, wow! If it's this is bodybuilding, we love it. Right. Of course, I was never the big guy, the guy who impress everyone. But you know, like I told the people, you have so many kind of athletes. You have the the gym tigers, you have the guy who gets ready for the beach, and you have the guy who competes right I, mean, I don't care if I, if I look ordinary around the people, but when I step, jump on stage it's another story
1: do you think you would have done classic physique if it would have been around back in the time you were starting com- certain a hundred percent
2: hundred percent it's just i think they need to still working with the the problem is I'm tall. And I don't have those muscle ballets around. So that's, that's like you. Really that's a gift. Right. Yeah. Now when I get flat, everything gets flat. Ah, you know gotcha. what I mean? That's why and I sacrifice a lot of size to go down to two twelve. Catch gotcha. And and so up only have to for be two, two days. For at the 5 classic 11?
1: yes. Catch up, catch Now
2: honestly for the I'm competing at the, the master over forty five. I plan to be around two twenty three, two twenty five between nice. last year and this year is going to be huge. You're gonna go out go out Yes, like warrior, yes, man. and I need just to be happy about, again, the package I'm, I'm bringing. Just, just right. it's for myself, You have. Your own art piece. I have nothing to prove, yeah. I have nothing to prove. It's okay, yeah. of, of course, you know, I did everything I can, I pushed really my body, but hey, my genetic was not great. It's, it's, it's okay. You did the best you could. Yeah, yeah. I, a, on, I was lucky to be smart enough again and not telling myself, okay, you know what? If uh, 500 tests doesn't work, let's go with one gram. Let's go with two gram. That's the stupid thing to that's do. That's how you die. Yeah, no, that's why I was always curious. I always worked with doctors when I was in France. When I came here, I went other, I, I, I other doctors. I worked with them. And not a long time ago, what uh, really and I advise people to do that what helped me to figure out because every time i was running the blood test with my doctor the blood test show i have inflammation in my body but he can't figure out me you know you told me i have inflammation you need to figure out what the problem and i was listening one day a podcast with dave barombo and ah. he was talking about dna test in canada and i sent it to canada i had like over 200 page 45 minutes talking with a lady they call her the, the, the dna diva and I learned, yeah, I learned so many things about my, my body and I, I reduced the inflammation. The first thing, I was really sensitive to the milk, ah, dairy. Gotcha. I, was not, I was not eating anything about the, uh, the milk the whole day. The only thing was my protein, but it was enough to keep my inflammation high. The That's salt, right. the same. I was born with testosterone level really low. You know all that stuff, that, and it shows you what kind of vitamin your body's lacks, what kind of minerals, how your body processes carbs, fats, protein, what kind of disease you can have later: gotcha. Alzheimer, uh, Parkinson. Uh, I was uh, my my, uh, my genetic it's more built for uh, endurance and sprints. It's like ah, hundred meters. I gotcha. Yeah, it's it's amazing, and I, and I love science, but I love practice too.
1: Did you? Did you find any other things that you were allergic to or maybe eggs or gluten or
2: No, it's like uh, I, I don't drink, but if I was a drinker, I would take it really good. If I was a smoker, it would be super hard for me to stop. Ah, I would be super addict gotcha. um, And just like for the for the inflammation, it gave me exactly the right amount of omega-3. Most of people take their omega-3 Oh, I'm taking one gram. Oh, I'm taking three a day. That's three gram. No, the most important is your EPA. Right. And that's the one I need 2,000 milligrams a day. And since I start doing that, Inflammation my, wor- my workout, it's much better than the last year. <laughs> right. I can this year. I'm pushing myself compared to the last year. It was just like five pounds. It was just hurting me. What did that DNA test run? How much did it cost?
1: Ah, 600 bucks. 600 bucks. Honestly, it's, okay. it's
2: nothing. I did one for my wife, and I'm waiting for my daughters. When they get 10 years old, I will run one for them. And honestly, you know what? If I was not bodybuilder, if I was not healthy, taking care of myself, my health would be shitty for a long time ago. Because my two sisters, I have one sister in Morocco, one sister in France. They're older than me by two years, one, four years. Health-wise, they're not uh, doing good. And right. all the advice, they're telling me, that's what I'm doing already. You by been, exercising been top, cardio you, talk, talk you figured it
0: science, out it's taking care of it yes yeah yeah,
1: yeah. so you you've been around this iron game for quite a while what what advice do you have for young bodybuilders coming up right now
2: the the first thing you get like i told you it's be smart and be patient take your time it's a, a marathon sport it's not a sprint right yeah and don't think, yeah, and, and forget just to, to, to shine or to have likes or to have this or that. No, do it for yourself. Enjoy it because at the end, it's your body. Right. Yeah, if you can make some living from why not? But do it because you love it. Right. And don't try, yeah, don't try to run. You don't listen to much people. The, to the, at, at my time, I'm not right, don't consider myself really old. We didn't have the, the computer. We didn't have YouTube and find this and that. Today, the problem, you have so many information. Too much but information. But if you don't have the right knowledge, you don't know which one is good, which one is bad. Right, right. Yes, you see something. Ah, this is the truth. That's what we want it. to do on this podcast. Want on, to help online, people,
0: everybody's an expert. Yes, right? Help people yes. find
2: the right information. Yeah. And it starts getting yeah. me sometimes. No, I'm sorry. It's not because you're eating your broccoli and doing your cardio. That's mean you're an athlete. It's not because you're IFBB pro. That's mean you're you're someone. No, long time ago, being IV pro, when you won the whole show because it was only for one person, you were someone and everyone know you. Today, you win your pro card. The next month, I put you in amateur show. I'm not sure if you're going to win. They're handing out like candy today. Because it's Literally. business. Yeah. Any kind of sport, when it started being a business, it killed the sport kids, right. Right. because today it's super easy for everyone and that's why we have all those dreamers today right. of course it's easy to be a man's, a, a man's physique because right. it's so easy if, you, if you're really young you have really nice genetic boom you make it in six months right. to be a bodybuilder it took four years what makes it really hard for a bodybuilder it's legs right it's that's what makes it really hard yes you gotta build those legs it yes. yes. takes time probably- yes and uh, man, it's so amazing when you work in your body, when you have that 100% control, you can do whatever you want with your body. Right. I told the people, you know what? Give me five pounds. And I will make it like it's 50 pounds because I know how to connect with that. I know how to control that weight and do whatever I want with each part of my body. Right. Yeah. Because you have all those years of time under tension. Again, mind years, years. You know what? Right. I read so many things maybe 15, 20 years ago. I understand them now because I have so, so much of knowledge. Of,
0: like, stuff it, you read, but you apply Yeah, you read life. them, it's, okay, what does
2: it mean? I don't understand, <laughs> but I still have the same books. Right. And or okay, now it makes sense. Right. And every time I had a coach, I didn't have too many coach. I have like, I had uh, three in France and I worked one year with De Palombo, Uh Melos yes. was more the training. Uh, I trained with um, uh, Will Harris. Uh, and every time I was just killing their brain. Right. I was learning why. If you told me to do, so, why? I need to understand. Constantly learning. Yes. Yeah. Constantly. Learning. It's never stopped. That's why sometimes when I'm at gym, sometimes I prefer just to watch down, not to watch people, because it's so many. Oh, crappy But I go because it's my gym. Yeah. I can't allow that. I go to people. Hey, sorry. What are you doing? It's wrong. I'm going to, to correct you you take right. it you can't on that. be having people no. in there again yeah. that's what makes right. willpower different you
0: want to be have people doing the right things which is what, what we're trying to do on the blue Collar fitness podcast and that's why we love having you on because like, like we we really love your your knowledge your information thank you. Appreciate. um your history to support as an artist but also thank as you. a person who has changed a lot of people's lives with willpower thank you and your journey and
2: that's making me more than happy we're um, we're
0: loving this journey and it's helping help it's helped me, me and josh with our journey to our photo shoot and then I have a, a competition coming up the Emerald coming up in April so we are behind I look you. forward to working with you and if a person wants to work with you or reach you
2: like where could they find you I'm at the gym all the time
0: what's your yeah, how do they find will you will online huh
2: how do they find
1: do you have an Instagram
2: yeah I have my Instagram Moose Megatron Moose okay. Megatron is yeah. it M how do you spell that M M O U S S and Megatron O U S S
1: Megatron yes. okay and yeah. then or the Willpower gym
0: willpowerpdx. Yes. com. yes
2: Gotcha. Yeah. We yeah, will uh,
1: tag you on the blue collar oh, Instagram. Yeah, I, I appreciate and a it. And post tonight now, and then uh, people will be able to find you there. Absolutely. We'll tag yeah. Willpower. We'll get you in the show notes. Absolutely. Anything else you want to plug before we, uh, we wrap this up?
2: No, guys, no. Just thank you so much for having me here and just keep doing what you're doing. I love people Sorry. who try to do something right and people who love my sport. It's a beautiful thing, man. Hey, body absolutely. Building, body love body love bodybuilding, Absolutely, yeah. 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 So, so that's a that's the real bodybuilding. Body yeah. That's why, yeah. I would encourage you just to protect that. Right. Protect right. that old school bodybuilding. All that old school mentality. You know, the the real mindset of what's behind. Yes, we love that because we love training. Right. Yeah. No matter Unless,
0: what. I'm gonna reach out to you for answering the classic physique bodybuilding contest so we're gonna be doing some posing soon i'd be more than happy to kick your ass <laughs> <laughs> With that being said do you guys have anything to add
1: hey guys this Kickin is awesome uh episode 23 23? you can find me at sarge josh on instagram you can find
0: me connor at connor burton training on instagram
1: and you can find trevor who is not here today at T Chase powers on instagram and you can find Dave at Dave's Consulting <laughs> <Okay. laughs> uh, on Instagram so thanks everybody um, for and then one more time if you guys are looking for Moose it's M O U S S Megatron on Instagram so all right we're out peace boom